From the fallout of the ongoing pandemic, businesses have seen major disruptions to global supply chains and a renewed customer preference for Australian-owned and made businesses and products. By manufacturing in Australia, GME is able to produce high-quality, reliable products that consumers want, whilst also keeping local manufacturing jobs. A win-win for everyone. As an Australian-owned and operated business, GME openly embraces Australian manufacturing and is proud to release the only Australian-made handheld UHF CB radio, the TX6600S. The TX6600S underwent all stages of its development at the GME head office in Western Sydney. This included industrial testing, on-site warehousing and national distribution – By completing this all in Australia, it ensures that GME can bring products to market faster than those that rely on importing goods from overseas. These internal measures also enable GME to ensure the TX6600S and other products are manufactured to the highest quality. GME products are brought to market through stringent in-house quality assurance practices and backed by an ISO 9001 manufacturing accreditation to ensure product reliability and to uphold the quality that GME is renowned for. Like all GME products, the TX6600S is built tough like the Australian Outback and comes with a rugged IP67 ingress protection rating to ensure exceptional performance and years of reliable use in the harshest work environment. It was designed to suit a wide range of demanding commercial applications, from agriculture to construction, mining, councils and countless other industries that require stable and dependable communication to get the job done safely and efficiently. So remember... Wherever life takes you, take GME. You're listening to the Central Station Podcast where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. I'm Martha Lindstead, and this is my story, Dating in the Bush, a Tinderella story. Go up north and find yourself some handsome young cowboy, is a saying quite a few young girls hear when they decide to work on the station. Is it really that easy, finding someone and dating in the bush? When I first arrived at Yarry a couple of years ago, I had no plans at all of finding myself a man. I was going to work on the station learn new skills, ride horses and muster cattle. A guy simply didn't fit into my plans there and then. I might have changed my point of view slightly since then and realising now that the handsome young cowboys you ride into the sunset with does not exist. In fact, there are not many options at all. 
The first three months, my other female colleagues were all about the neighbouring station boys. My God, I thought, I really could not be bothered. There were so many other things I had on my bucket list to do up here. Shagging an Australian cowboy was not one of them. And I was only here for the season. There was no point getting involved in anything. Despite that, one night after a couple of glasses of wine, I decided to do a comeback on the dating app Tinder. Maybe there would be someone out there. Having not used Tinder since I was back in Norway, my radius was set on five kilometres. Well, five kilometres doesn't reach much further than the river gate at Yarry. I turned it up to 20 kilometres. I knew the nearest station was 17 kilometres down the road, but clearly no Tinder users there. 80 kilometres, however, did the trick. A couple of blokes from another neighbouring station came up on my screen. However, the boys that came up had already hooked up with some of my crew. No way I was getting into that. I went all in and maxed it on Tinder. 160 kilometres. I started getting truck drivers from the Great Northern Highway messaging me. A one-night stand in a truck at Pardue Roadhouse? No thanks, not for me. On my next town run to Port Hedland, I happened to open the app. This was my chance. Heaps of handsome blokes. I was hooked, swiping right and left in between picking up mechanical parts, swapping gas bottles, getting tyres repaired. I think I even matched with one of the workers there and picking up grog in stores. I headed home to Yarry with some more hope. However, mustering is busy with not many days off, little time in reception, and when you do have reception, you prefer catching up with family rather than texting some random guy that you've never met and probably won't meet in the next couple of months anyway. Tinder was put on the shelf for quite some time. July arrived. And so did the marble bar races. A mad weekend with a lot of fun involved. New technology is not needed there. The old-fashioned way still works. Talking to blokes in person, dancing and whatever the night brings. Fantastic. The weekend went way too fast. As a wise woman once told me, if you can't get a route at the marble bar races, there's something wrong with you. Dating in the bush is challenging. If you meet someone that isn't from the station you work on, chances are the one day off you both get a month doesn't align and there will be six weeks interval between each date, if you can call that dating. Everyone is so busy that it is hard to make things happen. However, if you do happen to meet someone that doesn't work on a station and has ample time to come visit you on the station, Good luck having them return after all your crew members have interrogated them. Being a station hand, you'll get your hands dirty. Greasing up the tractor is necessary, but probably not the best preparation for the races. I spent 30 minutes washing my hands, but still couldn't get rid of the black spots under my nails. Even though nail polish covered up the worst, my date still questioned the black spots. The odd chopper pilot comes past the northern stations every now and then. Maybe the worst thing for a young Jillaroo? Who doesn't get carried away after being taken on a chopper date? Going to the movies is sort of nothing after that. 
the quickest way into a station girl's heart, but also the fastest way to break her heart when it heads off to the next station. Don't get hung up on pilots was an advice I got. It's probably a good one to pass on. And going to the movies isn't too bad after all. Fast forward two years, I'm still at Yarry. I haven't found a handsome bloke to marry that can sort a visa out for me. Turned out I was better off relying on Annabelle as an employer sponsoring me. Thank the Lord for that. If not, I would not be here. I've been back and forwards between Yarry, Norway and New Zealand for the past three years. Now I'm finally here, got a two-year visa and I can't wait to see where it'll take me. Tinder is deleted for now, but I'm considering putting an ad on Gumtree next year. Unless you find love at work or have a bunch of hot cowboys from next door visiting regularly, which only seems to occur on McLeod's daughters, it's not easy dating in the bush. In saying that, I'm probably not the prime example in such case. I hope others have better luck. But if you're half handy and looking for something, you'll find some single girls at Yarry for the next couple of years. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs, including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au.